Ready to start when you are. Awesome. Okay, Anthony? Yeah? I love you. I love you too, Jordy. I only want what's best for you. Okay. Ready? Three, two, one. That was not synced, Jordy. That's fine. That's fine. It's still a good one. Okay, wait, hold on. Let's do it both at the same time. Three, yeah, okay. two, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. You count it down. Oh, okay, okay. I'll go. All right. Three, two, one, go. Two, Ooh, two, friendly. Two friendly. <laughs> We're never going to get this. So <laughs> We're never going to get this. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> We're never gonna get it. Okay, so Jordy, you want you had a topic you wanted to begin with. You are um, you created a mind palace. <gasps> yeah. Okay. Okay. So this uh, I actually saw this <gasps> on TikTok, right? So it's supposed uh-huh. to be this thing that uh, you play with like kids mostly, or like at sleepovers and stuff. You so you basically just chant around the person you have the person laying down, whoever's gonna. Uh, you're gonna walk them through their mind and you have them laying down you have a pillow on your lap you're sitting crisscross applesauce and you have their lead head laying on the pillow and <clears throat> and you're you start rubbing their temples and you start you start chanting everybody in the room uh red door yellow door any other other any other color door red door yellow door any other color door red door yellow door any other colored door and you keep doing this and the person laying down has their hands up and they put their hands down when they see the doors <clears throat> that's when that's when you know it starts so you essentially just lead them you walk them through their unconscious subconscious mind and it's just you're just walking them through their 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 consciousness it's it's really cool and uh, I just started looking into it more I got the gist of it uh, there's this like other little TikTok star kid that was uh, actually telling people like don't do this because if you're very prone to schizophrenia or uh, what is it suicidal thoughts, this is not gonna help. Um, but at the same time, I'm thinking like it's a form of meditation of like meeting yourself. So this is something I want to try, and I'm not suicidal, so just clearing that up. Okay, it's a. Uh, very cool, very cool. It's something actually I want to try when when you're over here, or shit, you can even try it by yourself. So it's it's essentially you're manifesting. Who's gonna rub my temples though? No, no, that's totally fine. I I did it by myself on my bed. What were you rubbing then? Uh, my balls. Okay. So you lie someone down on a pillow, you say red door, yellow door, any other other door, and you rub their balls, any other color door, and you rub their balls. And eventually, with enough practice and deep meditation, they'll come. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Or or actually, it helps when there's uh, mouths and tongue involved. She feels amazing. And this is what happened to you? Uh, it does. We're just exploring our consciousness. This sounds like every cult. 
Just explore my consciousness. We're just, we're just exploring. Just explore. I'm starting to look like a cult leader, man. Like I keep looking <laughs> over at the camera, and I'm noticing this like Charles Mansony sort of like ugh. I'm like this ilk I'm building on my body on the top of my head. I haven't showered today. I look like shit. I look <laughs> all all the juices marinated. Oh, dude, I'm super juicy. I'm like. I'm disgusting. I'm like a, a oil sponge. Ooh, ooh, Yo. ooh! Don't don't hype me up to be gross. <laughs> ooh, kill him! Ooh, killing him with the grease. <laughs> Yo, that marinara. My man, looking so like a slug bad. out here. <laughs> Can't sit down at In and Out because he keeps slipping off the seats. <laughs> Leaving that snail trail. Hey, girl. You ever, uh... You ever, like, you know, wanted to look like a duck after an oil spill? <laughs> and then I'll... <laughs> well, you've seen that commercial, right? When, like, an oil tanker breaks and it, like, re releases all this, um... All this, like, toxic oil into the ocean. And then there's that Dawn commercial where they're, like, washing the duck... Or the baby seal or whatever. Mm -hmm. That could be you, babe. <laughs> that could be you. Me, you, a <laughs> bottle of Dawn soap. Mm. Whole platter, mm. bro. Dive into Yum. It. That that tea was way too hot for my mouth. <laughs> Ow. So, so, um, so we just passed Thanksgiving. Oh. Yeah, how did your Thanksgiving go? It went great. I made uh, two chickens for my girlfriend's family. It was fantastic. Uh, my family's back in California, for those listening. Um, my family's back in California. I couldn't get the time off uh, work to fly down to see them. So I just stayed up here with my girlfriend and her fam. And her fam is planning to move to Portland, which is where we are now, which is where I am. Jordy is still back in California. But her family, the rest of her family is planning on moving up to Portland. And I wanted to go house shopping, but we didn't today. Because um, I just feel like it would be bothered. Uh, her mom is looking for a house up here. And I was just thinking, like, how baller would it be just for me, like a young guy, to be like, I don't think this house is right for us. Like, just <laughs> to have the power to just be like, oh... Listen, this is only a four bedroom, <laughs> the three and a half bath. Like, what are you, what, what are we, what do we look like? Middle class? Like, what are we going <laughs> to? Meanwhile, today with, I was on the phone with my bank and I was just like, can we get, can we take care of this $25 late fee? Your app was bad. <laughs> I'm like complaining to them like that. I need this $25. Yeah, that's how the rich stay rich, you know? Don't, don't that's how the rich stay offer stupid shit man i gotta say i'm i look back on like money that i spent poorly and i just feel regret <laughs> I, like ever since i moved out i'm just like fuck like even even when i did something nice like i was like thinking about this one time uh oh i went to go on a date to see cats mm -hmm. what you you know about this i uh, i went on a date 
And on, I went on a date on my birthday. And for the date, we went to go see Cats. Now, there's all kinds of more backstory that me and Jordy know. The musical. The musical. So I went on a date to see Cats because the girl I went on a date with wanted to see the musical Cats. She was like, oh my gosh, Cats is in town. And I was like, I might get something out of this. So <laughs> I was like, let's go see Cats. Um, and the tickets, the tickets, like the bad tickets were like $60 each. And I wasn't looking to spend like $400 on Cats tickets. So we sat in like meh seats <laughs> on my birthday. The faces and expressions. No, you can still see everything. It, no, they were shitty seats. They were kind of. <laughs> but what did you get, though? Nothing. Get a touchdown? Ah. Nope. Nope. Because we smoked. <laughs> we smoked weed later, and I was wearing like nice clothes, and so we had smoked weed later, and this was around the time that smoking weed started to be kind of bad for me, and like, like the feeling I got about myself was that I started to look like a loser because there was this guy who was the manager at Ralph's who I saw like that guy's a loser for sure. <laughs> and I realized like, yeah, he wore glasses and he had like bleach blonde hair, but he was like 45 and he had been, he had been relocated for sexual assault. <laughs> and and I just had this moment of just like, I look just like him right now. And I hated it. I was like, Ugh, just disgusted with myself to think like, I look like a loser who sexually assaulted someone for at work. And now I'm going to put the moves on this girl I'm on a date with. Absolutely not. No way. Even though I feel like she did kind of lead me there. She like moved me. She was like, do you want to sit in the backseat? And I was like, yeah, okay. Meanwhile, I'm just like, I don't, the last thing I want to do is touch you. Like, I was just not. I think she did try and like nudge me in that direction. But, uh, yeah, I think that's where it all went wrong is that I didn't like start making moves. I should have started making like big moves. Like, like, like what? Like, what's your moves? What's your moves? Well, I'm a good kisser. So, like, a good amount of kissing. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Dominant. Oh, I have big hands. I have, oh, like I, I raised my hand up to the camera. I have big hands. And so, like, not like, not like in a choky way, but just like the back of the neck grab. Not like a, not like a, like a gotcha. You, you can't get away. More of just like I'm supporting your head, just like there. So Jordy, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you how I'd kiss you, Jordy. So oh, oh, <laughs> I I grab you by the back of the head. I'd put my I put my pinky finger and I'd kind of line it up with like maybe your like fourth and fifth chin, and as I slide and like <laughs> I'd get I'd get some like old gunk out of there. So kind of like cleaning right. the gutters. So I clean out your gutter. <laughs> yeah, I don't take showers. So, <laughs> I don't. Th I don't shower, bro. <laughs> Wouldn't let you finger me, dude. For a brick of gold for Donald Trump. Oh, Jordy, you, Jordy, you let me finger you. 
<laughs> clipped, unclipped fingernails with dirt and shit. I'll <laughs> <laughs> give you malaria. Nails, bro. <laughs> Shit's Jurassic Park, bro. Just call me African. No, I'll call you. Malaria. Learn about manicettes with rocks. My fingers are clean. Good. It better be. Anywho. Yes, fingers. Oh, you crazy. <laughs> no homo or anything, you know. <laughs> yeah, no homo while I talk about kissing you. Um, okay, okay. You're putting these moves on. You, so you... you right, that's you just where I... Just, it's just where I knew I went wrong. And you were just not into it. No, I didn't put any moves on. That's my problem. It's that wow. weed that I smoked that made me feel like a loser and it feel like some him and it like totally turned you off oh yeah 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 that's something i noticed as i got older is i get turned off really really easily like hello? i'm still here hello hello i'm still here i can still hear you uh hello 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 did you just mute yourself hello Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Hello, hello. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh fuck, bro. Uh, I can see your little thing moving, but I can't hear you. Hello. Stop. Welcome to technical difficulties. Now is a great time to bring up our sponsor. We're sponsored by the Clinton Foundation. Clinton spelled with a K. We're with the Clinton Foundation. You can expect us to do things that you just can't, like topple governments. Here at the Clinton Foundation, we like to topple governments, small governments, big governments, governments of all sizes. We do not discriminate. All government sizes are beautiful. Just recently, we toppled Lizzo, a small country in Africa. Now, this this small country is filled with delicacies like Crisco and pepperoni. <laughs> Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Pepperoni. Okay. I'm talking about... I, I had to fill the time. I just started bringing up our sponsor, the Clinton Foundation, spelled with a K. It's fun. I'm not even about, like, conspiracy theories. I just think that's funny. Did you hear that Hillary Clinton is 254 pounds? No way. Shut up, for real? Yeah, they said that she's dying. She's like 70-something and 254 pounds. And I was like, Jesus Christ, how tall is Hillary Clinton? Yo, I heard she getting mad puss, though. (laughs) (laughs) Hillary Clinton, not Bill Clinton. Yeah, yeah, for real. Like, she gets it more than Bill. And Bill is a... Really? Yeah, yeah. That's why their marriage is so, like, close. Because at one point, they're like, okay... Uh, you can have suitors if I can have suitors. The other one's like, bet. 
So Hillary Clinton goes both ways, is what you're telling me. She's a boss-ass bitch that kills babies and, you know, orders drone strikes on <laughs> elementary schools and shit. How old is she? Just tell me how old she is. I don't know how old she is. She old as fuck. 73! Nice. She's 73 years old, Anthony. I wonder if it'll tell me her weight, because I saw this on a mag on like a tabloid magazine in the supermarket. 247 pounds. Struggling to walk, breathe after ballooning to 247 pounds. Jesus. Wait a second. Wait a second. I'm looking at an old picture of Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton on the beach. Hillary Clinton doesn't look that bad. Are you trying to say you tap that? How old is she in this picture? <laughs> I don't know if I would tap that, but she doesn't look bad. What about Clinton in like her heyday, you know? Her, like, her heyday Clinton? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does she have a leg tattoo? What is that? Are those varicose veins? Ugh! <laughs> She's got mean varicose veins. It looks like a blue spider is crawling up her leg. Um... She sits at a desk for way too long. I don't know. I'd probably just tap that for the information. The information? Oh. Just tell... Like a spy. Okay. My dick's a spy. <laughs> I would just want to know, like, hey, are the aliens real? Tell me what's going on. I want to know. With great power comes great responsibility. Is it weird that I would want her to bear my child? Is that weird to say? Not at all. It, it would feel like an accomplishment somehow. Like I made a, I made a Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I made a politician because you know that she's gonna raise that thing. Oh my god! If I had a kid. <laughs> yeah, my child. <laughs> that thing. It. Because you know I would want it to be like this super thing. Like I would say, like, hey. Hook hook my kid up with all of the China stuff. I want get put that stuff in my kid that they use to make Yao Ming. Put that stuff put some crazy shit in my kid. Put the Wolverine DNA. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. It knows how to do gymnastics and shit on like like a year, two years old. Dude, it comes out like Ultron. It's just like <laughs> all life is meaningless. <laughs> Hello, father. You, Bill Clinton walks in and he's like, I'll take good care of it. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll, I'll teach you how to play the saxophone. Dude. This got, this podcast started off weird and hot. <laughs> Talking about make, banging a Clinton, making out with you, me blowing a date. What's the, let's talk about that double date we went on. Double date? Remember that double date that you ruined? Remember that double? <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck no, it wasn't you. It wasn't you. It was that girl. It was, uh, what'd you call her? You called her Mighty Mouse? Mighty Mouse? Oh, Mouse. You called her Mighty Mouse, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You called her Mighty Mouse because she was small but, like, strong or something. You had, like, flirted your way into nicknaming her Mighty Mouse. Uh, yeah, she... Which, by the way, good move. Good move. You always flirt your way into nicknames and it makes it more endearing. And then like you compliment them 
because of your sense of humor, you just like wave in interesting compliments. Like, like you'll call her, you would, I don't know. Like if I was you flirting with mighty mouse, I would have been like, Ooh, little mouse. Like, I don't know what you'd say, but I can imagine your voice. Little mouse. Mm. Le mouse. What would you say? Flirt, flirt with uh, Mighty Mouse. What would it sound like? Um, I don't know. It's it's talking to her in person is a lot different from texting her. Like her texting personality is a lot different from her actual personality. She's very like hood. Autistic. No. Hood or hood? Right. Same thing. <laughs> Fuck you! I'm from the hood, bitch. <laughs> um. I'm a little toxic, actually. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I got a touch of the the syndrome. Um, Dude, yeah. if your face gets any wider, <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Fucking... Shut up, Anthony. <laughs> Talking. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This. Uh... So. It's very, Let's very go. Different person. She is. She's a lot more. What is it? She's a lot more masculine in person. Actually, over text, it's like she's very sweet and kind. And then when you actually like talk to her, she's like, "Yeah, you know, I beat the shit out of him. You know, it's my brothers and stuff." I'm like, cool, bro. Trying to get ice cream or something. Maybe she was. Maybe she was a lesbian, and we just didn't know. Dude, that date was kind of uncomfortable. That date was uncomfortable for me so much. Why? Like just so from my perspective, um, so I thought it was gonna be fun. Um, I convinced you to drive, which I was super happy about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hate that shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was I would make that drive to like go see her, and I was just like not in, down to do it anymore. And I was like, hey, man, I'm hooking you up with a date. You drive. Because she lived in, like, L.A. No, actually, I didn't mind it because you, you're better talker, too. Um, let me think. So we're driving. Oh, plus you, you could use the music. And you. I was like, oh, perfect. Jordy can do music. He can drive. And then, like, the we're in the movie theater. And we're waiting in line. And, like, me... And the girl and my girl were fine because I'm I'm I know how to just like as long as I make this connection with her, I can I can keep being myself with her and it'll just like layer out to Mighty Mouse and you. And so I would just interact with her, interact with you, interact with Mighty Mouse. So it's just one, two, three, one, two, three. Good pace. I was in basically party mode. I was in networking mode. Like I know when I'm at like a comedy club or something and I want to like meet people. That's what I do. I like find someone I vibe with and just vibe with them and bring that energy over to someone I don't know, vibe with them, or I'll just create a vibe. I'll just act. I'll start acting like the way I act with you. That's how I base off all my good relationships is like, can I talk to this person the way I talk to Jordy? So, so I'm a hoe. No, <laughs> no. Oh, I see. You're my best friend. You're a friend. You're someone I can trust. You're someone I can be open with. So I just basically practice talking to people the way I talk to you. 
my point being is that I was getting that from her and I was getting that from you. And I, but I feel like you couldn't like, you weren't making that same connection with her, which is weird because I was like, well, I know you two were talking well over text and you got the, your flirt on. So I don't know what's going on in person. Maybe you just have to break down that barrier, which I've done that before. I've been there where like you meet, you start talking to someone on Tinder and you're just trying to break down walls and you're trying to like get to know a person and you're like, Hey, can I talk to you over the phone? Hey, can we FaceTime? Hey, can we get, can we get like this first initial interaction out of the way so I can see if I like you or not? Um, and so knowing that you already got that out of the way through text, I was like, perfect double date. Let's make this happen. Um, we got into the movie theater and we were buying snacks and I noticed that she was just getting angry with you. I don't know what her deal was, but she seemed fucking rude and standoffish with you. And she was doing it to me, but I was like, I was able to like laugh my way out of it. I don't know. She was just being rude to you, which kind of like put me off from her. Um, let me think. And then we're in the movie theater and she left and, or you, or you left, someone left and my date was trying to make out with me super hard in Dr. Doolittle. (laughs) (laughs) She was trying to make out with me so like aggressively, like she was like pulling me in, like she, she was super turned on in Dr. Doolittle for some reason. And it was confusing to me because I'm like, there are people in this movie theater. Not a lot, because once again, it was Doctor Doolittle uh, with Robert Downey Jr. Uh, as the same as the same character as Sherlock Holmes. That movie was terrible. That movie was awful. It was so terrible. I remember every bit of it. I don't know why. I can't remember so many things, but I remember every bit of that fucking movie, which was dog shit. I remember the ice cream more than I remember the movie. I, I do remember the ice cream. ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> but what else happened? She she left outside because one of her friends are having like a panic attack, and I went to go check up on her, like just, like just to make sure like she's cool. And uh, she's like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Um, talking to her friend, comforting her. So like, all right, cool for sure. Uh, I'm gonna get another ice cream. Fuck it, wrong one. No, I'm okay. I already have these at home. Uh, Didn't you try and hold her hand, and she like flipped out, like she was not cool with it? Yeah, yeah. She yeah. She seemed very uh, uneasy, and yeah, yeah. So I I, I wanted to like, I don't know, kind of like bring things back. And it seemed like you guys didn't make eye contact or something. Yeah. Like, did you try and like make eye contact with her and just like get that like window windows of the soul thing going where you're like, Hey, I see you, you see me. Are are we in this together? Like, are we good? I don't think I did. Honestly, I don't think I did. Cause I always do that with people. Like, especially if they're being weird or they're not acting the way they usually act. I try and make that eye contact and I, I I'll just say something genuine. Like, Hey, uh, I'm having a hard time with this or that, or I'll ask for advice or I'll ask like them how they're doing. But typically I 
try and be vulnerable first. That's that's the way I tend to get other people to open up is I'll be vulnerable so that you feel comfortable to be vulnerable so that you're just like, okay, this person's an open book. This person, like it worked with my brother, even like my brother's super awkward and like just kind of quiet. He's a very quiet guy. But on Thanksgiving, when I gave him a call, I was, I just started off with like, Hey, mom said this thing to me. And I, it made me think about you and I wanted to talk to you about it. And he's, and he, I think he thought it was more serious than it was because I was like, yeah, she said something about me being the favorite, which is stupid because I always thought you or Michelle were the favorite because you guys both went and got like educated and like a nice job and you lived somewhere else. And he's like, yeah, but I got a DUI and I like drink and smoke. Yeah, but I like. I wouldn't care. I would be. I would definitely be a little bit disappointed if my kid got a DUI. But at the same time, like, hey man, everyone's got problems, and you're self sufficient, and you never ask me for shit, and you're independent, and you're strong, and you stand on your own two feet. And as a man, I respect my brother the same way I respect my sister. Not, I shouldn't say as a man, as an adult, as an individual. Like they accomplish that these two siblings accomplished something hard that not all of my siblings did. And they're very proficient at it and they're doing well in life. That would be like these, these two siblings are successful. Yes, they've made mistakes. I would argue that although my sister's never gotten a DUI, I think she's made bigger mistakes. Like I feel like my parents judge them based on like in the eyes of the law, which I very disagree with. I very much disagree with that because I don't respect the law that much. <laughs> if I could break the law and get away with it, I will. Um, like if I could kill people, a, I would. There was a guy that was stranded on the middle of the road and I just see this like cop just drive past them. And like, I saw him and he looked at him and then he just looked away. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? Like you supposed to be out here, bro. I'm pushing this car. You gotta do something. He just drove off. Uh, I ended up helping him like push his car into a, a little parking lot, but afterwards, then he came back. He's like, "Oh, you know, I try to block traffic for you guys, but by the time I came back, you know, you guys are done." I'm like, "Well, appreciate you coming back, you know, at least." But yeah, he probably drove by and he's like, "I got a shit, I can't." <laughs> I've had that thought at work, or like someone like clearly needs your help, and it's your job to help them with whatever they need. And you're just like, it's it's poop time. It's no, it's not going to happen right now. Um, let's go back to the double date, though. That double date was awful. I will never double date with you. Um, and it's because of what happened next. Because I, me, me and my girl were having a good date. You and your girl were not having a good date at all. She wanted she would have walked away from you. She would have walked away from you if it wasn't for us two. But like, I'm me. me I'm like. I'm like getting made out with and getting my lip bit because she was super fucking aggressive. <laughs> but we're you're driving and you just start saying all the wrong things on purpose, which is why I would laugh. Like I'm laughing and she's like, I hate your friend. I remember she said that to me. She goes, I hate your friend, Anthony. <laughs> yeah, after a while, I'm like, dude, this is this is because I would have done exactly what you did. That's why I wasn't mad at you. I got Southern. That's I would have done exactly what you did. Um, 
but I, in your position, I would have said the exact same things because they, they didn't like you. I, I started seeing you as like a comedian up on stage and the crowd's booing you and you just went full Bill Burr on them and were like, nah, fuck you. You're both fat and ugly. Uh, dude, and then you 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 sped up towards a car that was backing up and then you swerved around it. And Mighty Mouse, your date, gets car sick and you did that on purpose. And I was just like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> You're you're killing me here, Jordy. Like you're you're like ruining my 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 reputation as having good taste in people with this girl who I no longer value. <laughs> yeah, whatever happened between you guys? Oh, um, she walked out on a, on a date. We were supposed to like do something. I was like, hey, you want to go get lunch or something? And she was like, yes. And she had been acting a little bit weird. Um, This was like right after Valentine's Day or something. I, I had gotten her like flowers and some chocolate, but we weren't boyfriend and girlfriend yet. And it's because we hadn't done anything sexual yet. And she still hadn't done anything sexual. And I'm not going to make you my girlfriend if you haven't touched my pee-pee. Like that's, if I'm being honest. That's perfect sense. Thank you. I felt like such a piece of shit after that. I was just like, do is there something wrong with me? Do I need to I just felt like I did something wrong. She made me feel that way. She made me feel like I was like a player. You know? Cause I think that's what she thought is that I had other options. And honestly, because she hadn't touched my pee-pee. We hadn't done anything sexual. I had started swiping again on on Tinder. Because I was like, options. I it's I know that sound that might sound fucked up, but she like she was talking about like we were talking about it. We were talking about sexual stuff, but she hadn't made any moves, and I was making moves, and she kept putting up roadblocks. And I and I respected those roadblocks. It's not like I was trying to pressure her into anything, but she, I don't think she wanted to take the next step until we were boyfriend and girlfriend, because maybe she would have felt like slutty or something, which I totally understand. And maybe other guys have used her, and she was like, "No, I want a boyfriend before I do the next thing." And I I respect that, but the way she handled it was super childish, and I was done with her after that because she she was just like, "What are we?" And I said, "I don't." I mean, I don't know. I care about you and I want to keep doing this and I want to keep seeing you because you're fun and you're funny and we get along. And she goes, but what are like, I think at one point she goes, why, like, why aren't I your girlfriend? And I was like, I need, I need more time. And all I mean by that is just like, suck my dick or something like do (laughs) touch my dick, touch my dick. Show me that you know how to touch my dick before I employ you as like my girlfriend. Employ is a weird word. But but you know what I mean? Like it's if dating is a job interview, you're not going to get the job until I see that you can do the job. And she hadn't made me feel like I'm not going to don't get me wrong. Here's why. Okay. 
I feel like I'm <laughs> I'm in court. <laughs> yourself this hard? Um, uh, <laughs> I've no, no, I'm I'm keep 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 this energy. Keep this energy. I'm defending myself. I'm in court. The record oh, can oh. clearly show that I am defending myself. The court. So here's the thing. I've had girlfriends where we weren't doing anything sexual. And I'm like, okay, I like you enough to make you my girlfriend. And I'm just going to be, I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to be the good guy. You know, like I, I'll test myself in that way where it's like, I'm going to be the good guy and wait. And I dated a girl for maybe six months and we didn't have sex. She didn't, she like touched my dick once, but like, it was like a touch. And then she was like, I'm not, not right now. And I was like, okay. I get it. And then at one point I just like lost it. <laughs> I was like <laughs> losing my mind because I'm just like, I have a girlfriend and I'm, I've been jerking off for six months. This is bullshit. <laughs> like I was so angry. I was like, Fear, and it would come out when I saw her. And I was just like, I'm like, I don't know why I'm angry right now. I'm sorry. I just, and that's ultimately why it ended is because like, just touch my dick, please. For the love of God. Put your mouth on it, bitch. My girlfriend's home now. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect time to walk in when I'm saying something angry. Really <laughs> I'm not getting with She's the best. She's amazing. Anyway, that double date was terrible. That was the worst scenario ever, and I will never bring you on a double date ever again. Yeah, I got fun at the end. That was pretty cool. I was I was totally in control of uh, driving the whole time. By the way, yeah. Sure, I, sure I, you were. I knew we were gonna. I was gonna drive around the truck, and even though he sucked, <clears throat> no, he was just driving normally, and that was like totally predictable. And there was no cars around us, so boom, boom, boom. Oh yeah, so it's perfectly fine to swerve. Jordy, I gotta admit, you are, you are like the best worst driver. Oh, dude, I'm fucking. Or no, I take that back. You're the worst best yeah. driver. I know. <laughs> like you are good at driving. Like if we had to, if it was a zombie apocalypse, I think I would be more comfortable with you driving than me. I would just hand you the keys and you would know how to go. Let me play. Maybe not. Maybe I would be better. I feel like I would get us out of town with more gas than you would. I feel like you would spend more gas and like we'd get jostled around a lot more. I feel like I would get us out of town a lot more smoothly. But in an apocalypse, I would, if there was a time record to beat, I would bet on you. Cool. <coughs> 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 like if, like if we had 10 minutes to get out of town, I'm handing you the keys. If we have 11 minutes to get out of town, I'm driving. <laughs> what? Oh, dude, I'm laying on the floor right now. This shit feels so good. I didn't stretch this morning. I do that sometimes. Sometimes I like to lie down on the floor when I'm about to go to sleep. Oh, I'm like rearranging my spine. Did you ever have to sleep on the floor when you were a kid? Fuck yeah. 
Give me a Mexican, bro. Same. I didn't have a... I slept on the floor until second grade. Or first grade. No. Like, first or second grade, I slept on the floor. Nice. You stayed alive long enough to get your own bed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I graduated from the floor to a bed. But no room. No room. Yeah, share that shit. No room. I didn't get a, I didn't get my own room until I was like sixteen or seventeen. It was bullshit. <laughs> yeah, at least bullshit. Did you ever bring girls over? One, one, and I still got caught. Not by my parents, but by my sister. She was like, "Hey, who was that?" And I was like, "Who?" And she's like, "That did that person just leave the house?" And I was like, "Uh, yeah." <laughs> she was like, "How do you know that person?" I was just like, "She's a friend." She was like, okay. We fucking on the low, you know. I'm like Nanya. Nanya business. <laughs> I'd be happy. I'd just be like, you know what? Just play smart, you know. Have fun. Dude, you your situation is ridiculous. You will have sex with people with your mom and sister in the other room. That's crazy. <laughs> we'll, we'll play music. You know, give him a heads up. <laughs> Except for my mom, my mom's like, oh, fuck. She'd be like, oh, are you guys, you guys fucking in here? <laughs> I just open the door. One time she saw. Seriously? Like, like, yeah, and she went into the closet like, oh, I need, I necesito un chamara, mijo. <laughs> like, ah! Wait, what's that? What's yeah. chamara? It means uh, like jacket. Like, oh, let's do a sweater. I need a sweater. That's bullshit. I know that's bullshit. Your mom, you guys aren't even the same size. You're way bigger than your mom. I know. Your mom's like four or five. I have two closets in here, so she has the other one. But she, like, doesn't knock, and it's terrible. And I have to lock it. I'm glad I have a lock. That's that's awful, man. That's not too bad. Just have to keep my room clean, pay my car insurance. You know, make sure we have water to get the trash and dishes. Try to take the load off. There was a. I'm trying to think. There, uh, there was a point. I I used to tell this story on stage, and then I realized, like, I'm I didn't like the story anymore. But there was this one time. Um, my this was in high school my girlfriend me i was at my girlfriend's house uh we were having sex and her mom walked in and usually we were on the bed but this time we were on the couch and so we were farther away from her door and like (laughs) the joke i would tell is like i quickly threw a blanket over me but the blanket only went from like my shoulder to like my knees so you could see that like my pants were down by my ankles. <laughs> like I hadn't I hadn't fully taken I think my shoes were still on even. Like my <laughs> like you could see like shoes, pants down by my ankles, my underwear, You're and so like cool. her feet. I'm like in between her legs, obviously dick out, and like blanket draped over the both of us and then her and her mom just started having a conversation of just like <laughs> uh i'm going to the store 
do you want anything? And she's like, I need this, this, and that. (laughs) Get some lube, mom. (laughs) I need... I need Vaseline and whipped cream. Uh, dildo. Get a strap on, ma. Swing by Spencer's. Get me some dildos. We're ramping things up Bobby, over here. <laughs> Order me a sex swing off Amazon, ma. <laughs> Ugh. That was so uncomfortable. That was one of the most uncomfortable moments in my entire life. Was it really? No. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, even when I got caught, I didn't even, I mean, I kind of felt like that, but not really. I'm just like, you know what? You got to learn to not. You know, I it reminds me of this, uh, this other situation. I was in a Starbucks nearby my house. So I was in a Starbucks. I had just gone there to like use the free Wi-Fi and work. Um, and I go to the bathroom and I'm so consumed. I had just gotten bad news. This was around the time I thought I was going to have to move in, uh, with my brother who lives in Texas. I think I might've been like 18 or 19 at the time. Um, I had just heard that news. I wasn't in a good mood. I had a bunch of shit on my mind and I went to the bathroom and I'm peeing and I'm thinking about all this stuff. And this guy just walks in. And this is a single person bathroom. I didn't lock the door. He just walks in. And the bathroom or the the toilet was right next to the door. So when I'm peeing in the toilet, the first thing that you would see when you walked into the door would be my penis. And so he opens the door, sees everything. (laughs) And I like lock up. I try and like hide myself, which it was impossible. And he like... (laughs) <laughs> oh and he like starts to back up and he, he's looking up at the ceiling as he's closing the door and as he's closing the door i go you saw my penis <laughs> <laughs> and he closes the door and i'm like shocked and uncomfortable and then i immediately just start thinking it's funny and laughing and i start yelling to him through the door you saw my penis <laughs> like i I wanted him to know that I thought it was funny (laughs) and I wanted to make him more uncomfortable than me. So I'm like, you saw my penis. (laughs) Um, And so now I'm in a good mood. uh, I think he had ran away. He'd scurried off. (laughs) So I'm out. (laughs) I finished. I left the bathroom and I see him in the Starbucks and I, uh, I just like made eye contact with him, which is funny because he looked different from when he had first opened the door and seen my penis. Um, like, like he, I, he what? Like he changed his shirt or? No, he just his face looked different. Like <laughs> maybe it's because he had a a certain look on his face of like oh a penis, but um, his relaxed face oh. was different. Um, and yeah, when I just saw him, he was hanging out with these two girls who I assume were his friends. And he was just like, like, kind of like slightly smiling, like, oh my God, girls, you'll never guess. I just saw this dude's dick. It was great. 
Like he was gossiping to these girls, and then I left. Was just like a Neapolitan ice cream. What? Just like Neapolitan ice cream. Just like Neapolitan ice cream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, because of my yeah, because my <laughs> pubes. <laughs> you hire your nipples. You know they eventually caught up. Are How are pink? my nipples? Yeah, yeah. They yes, pink? my nipples are pink. Stupid. <laughs> Are you still fat? (laughs) (laughs) Like every ginger has pink nipples. Like this is a fact. It's like racism. My girlfriend doesn't think I'm ginger. Most people don't think I'm ginger. No. What? What? Well, because you knew me in high school when like my hair was more red and now my hair is not that red anymore. True. It's funny. Like I'm growing out. I'm, I'm like losing the color in my hair. And I'm, it's just brown now. You're more freckles, though. No, well, not not anymore. I used to have more freckles, but now that I'm in Portland, I hardly get any sun. Nice. It's winter, man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You live in California, where there's no winter. Yeah, dude, it's great over here. It's so nice, actually. The other day, it's like seventy-six degrees, no breeze. Anyway, anyway. Um, what were you talking about? What was oh, okay, okay. Uh, these doors. These uh, this this red door, yellow door, any other color door. Right. Uh, it was a lot of fun actually. Um, so I figured these entities, these uh people dressed in black. It's supposed to be a guy dressed in a black suit and a woman dressed in like a black dress essentially supposed to be like the dark part of your your mind your consciousness right the like bad side of you i guess um super interesting so i see the first uh guy in a suit and i'm like immediately all right i'm gonna wake up second time uh i was a black door see the lady old lady black dress i'm like all right cool wake up and another time, I'm just going through this hallway, just black and white doors, uh, checkered black and white floor, and I, I want to say no ceiling. It was just all white. Um, I so I go through this door, and uh, everything just goes black. Uh, but it's like a different shade of black, cause then I see myself. And it's just me in in all black. I'm like, oh, okay, this is a better understanding of you know the dark side of myself. And then, but I see myself, and I'm just, I'm just, I'm not in a fetal position, but I'm I'm like hunched over, and I'm just like, I'm in fear. Like I can see I'm scared, and it was like so. I, I thought it was gonna be like I have to fight my demons and shit, but that was not it at all. Like I'm, I was so scared. Like I just felt bad for me. Like, oh, it was, you found weakness all. within yourself. That's a yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I've had very different 
I've had a very different, um, like when I meditated, I did find something recently, which is something I haven't experienced since like when I was meditating a lot. Um, when I used to meditate a lot, this was like, I was probably 18 or 19. I would meditate for maybe 30. It started with like five to 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes, 15 minutes to an hour or 15 minutes to half an hour to an hour. And I would start to get deeper, faster. You start at least for me, I would start meditating around like in between 30 to 45 to an hour. That's when hallucinations and like crazy stuff would happen. Uh, within the first five to 10 minutes, I would start to feel funny. Like I would feel this drop off where like I can't feel my body anymore and I'm just in my head and I would have access to this room. This kind of like, like I'm in this space that nothing exists there except for my thoughts and whatever my subconscious shows me. Um, and I was finally able to access that room again recently. I, um, I've been trying to meditate more and sometimes I'll get like five minutes in maybe 10 minutes. And for the first time I was able to get back into that room and the time went by really fast. It felt interesting it almost feels like I'm burrowing, like I'm digging and I'm digging and I'm drilling and I'm focusing and I'm focusing. And then finally I got back into this, this place. And I'm trying to one, I'm trying to think what am I burrowing through? Because I'm pretty good about not letting outside noise bother me. Like the TV was on in the other room and I could hear it. And I, but I got, back into the routine of ignoring it and making all outside noise become the same noise. Like the TV becomes the same noise as my breathing becomes the same noise as the cars outside become, becomes the same as lights buzzing or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so it all together. Yeah. And sometimes what were you going to say? I get what you mean. It kind of it helps sometimes to have a lot of louder noises because then you know for a fact where in and out is, right? Mm. I know how to push off everything that I'm experiencing outside so I can experience more inward. Mm-hmm. And like it helps ground you. Yeah. Or at least that's what it does for me. Yeah, and later that night, I, I was able to go back into that room and I was hallucinating like crazy. Like I was seeing really crazy shit. Nothing um, nothing like what you said, like the hallway and the checkered door, the checkered floor and the doors, but mostly just like um, like stuff you'd see in a DMT trip, which I've always been able to get to pretty quickly. I remember I could hallucinate like that pretty easily when I was meditating a lot. Okay. Well, what would happen? I would just start seeing like those kaleidoscope patterns and stuff. It, they're really unimpressive to me because I because it's really easy to see them. The first time I was able to make it happen, I was like, "Ooh, cool. I can like it's the that DMT realm that people talk about. But then 
it's like, okay, this is just one of many phases. But this time I saw something different. It wasn't like a kaleidoscope. It was 3D and it was really deep. It was like the that long expanse. Like whenever you look at, um, there's that church, that DMT church, where they have the, fam- the famous painting. Um, there's a really famous painting of like a multi-faced pillar. And there are many of these pillars in like a long uh, expanse. It's by someone, something gray. Psychedelic, I'm going to look it up really quick. Psychedelic Church Gray. Yeah, you totally lost me. Dude, what if we do one of these sessions? I mean, one of like our meditative things uh, during a podcast. I think it's called the Chapel of Sacred Mirrors. Okay. Yeah, this looks like it. Um... Let me find it. Yes, Alex Gray. His name is Alex Gray, and he runs this church called the Chapel of Sacred Mirrors. And I saw something kind of like this. Except it's not, it's too, it's not what I, not at all what I saw. It doesn't look like it at all. This one kind of looks like it. I'll save it, and I'll see if I can post it. Um, there. So it looked like basically there was a top and a bottom but no sides and no back. Like if it's a rectangle, it's like a rectangle with only, instead of it having six sides, right? Instead of it having six sides, it only had two and it was top and bottom. And there was like this long expanse and the top was like bubbly and nice. And I have had experiences where I can tell when it's going into like the darker stuff of my consciousness versus like lighter stuff, like the difference between very innocuous thoughts versus very troubling thoughts. And I kind of pushed aside the negative, scary stuff. And I went more towards the peaceful stuff because I was trying to go to sleep. So yeah, it was, um, it was interesting. It was kind of, it was troubling. And I think that's the emotion that I was getting at is that I was getting this like very irritated feeling mostly because I wanted to sleep and now here I am hallucinating (laughs) psychedelic things. And I'm like, ah, get out of my brain. Like go away. I remember I was talking to our friend Will and how we talked about how after he did, um, not giving any last names but he had done a large dose of mushrooms. Shout and ever since then, shout out, Will. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're shouting out people a ton in the last episode. You're like, shout out Krispy Kreme, shout out cars, shout out wheels, shout out the streets, shout, shout out, out hood, shout out Alabama, <laughs> shouting out everything. Um, really? But he had talked about how he did a large dose of mushrooms. And ever since then, he's been able to disassociate from reality. And here's my problem is that ever since I was young, I think because of some of the stuff I've been through in life, I've always sort of been able to disassociate from reality, where it is easier for me to have hallucinations because of that, because I'm already sort of escaping into my uh, subcon not subconscious, I'm already 
searching for a way to escape reality, I'm more comfortable in a psychedelic state than others. Not more comfortable than being in reality. I'm just more comfortable than others being in a psychedelic state because I'm less in touch with reality to begin with. It's so weird. It feels like, I mean, last time I did them, I felt like I could see and feel everything and still felt like uh, I should put my uh, emotions aside, keep my thoughts in mind, but make sure the people around me are still well for the best outcome, not what they want. Hmm. Not what they want, but what they need and what is the best outcome. Yeah. Hmm. Like, oh, fuck. I didn't tell you, dude. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I took mushrooms with Alex. Alex who? Uh, maybe you shouldn't say who, but the Alex we both know? Yeah. Um, not, not, the uh, Ali minivan Alex, uh, Alex butterflies and mushrooms and kid. Oh, her. Yeah. I thought you meant the guy, Alex. Okay. I didn't know you did that. At first I thought it was like, <clears throat> okay, this should be interesting. You know, for the most part, she posts a lot of like spiritually enhancing things. So I feel like she'd be a pretty good guide. And um, uh, I feel I feel a little more comfortable with it, you know. I I started flirting with her a little, you know. We we were like, oh yeah, dude, we're gonna get this hotel thing. We're gonna be cuddling and shit. And at when I when I initially got there, I I thought of like, oh my god, it'd be so funny. Like, okay, so what if I fuck her, and then I know you've already fucked her, and then I'll ask her like, so who's better? <laughs> But then after after I took all the mushrooms and everything, I'm like, I'm so uncomfortable. But continue. That's not something I want to do at all. <laughs> Dude, you're just like, oh my god, that's funny that you were just like, ew. Like, is that what you mean? <laughs> no, not as in like a ill thing. Or oh, that's what I thought like an ill thing but not like a disgusting kind of thing. maybe it's disgusting. not in like a grossed out by her more like grossed out by uh this environment as a whole because uh, i remember one time you were telling me you did something similar with her and you can hear like you could hear like or a baby crying and then a mom comforting her yo i'm pretty sure that hotel uh like puts audio speakers in the walls because that shit did like a play-by-play -play. like exactly the way that you told me i'm like hold up bro this is why they fucking rent out these rooms bro because who who else goes to i don't remember saying that i, I remember i do remember i do i have had many uncomfortable times with alex after all okay well let's unpackage some a few things first off that the alex that woman you talked about is my ex-girlfriend from high school whose mom walked in on us two you're fucked up for wanting to have sex with my ex-girlfriend and thinking that's fun 
<laughs> fuck you. Well, no, You're I, fucked I was, up. I was like, okay, who's better? <laughs> like a competition thing. But then afterwards, I understood, like, that's like shit, bro. I honestly. Trashy. I, trashy. I told you about, I'm not going to say the friend, but I did tell you about a friend of ours who his ex-girlfriend was hitting, was kind of hitting on me a little bit. And then later I told him about it. And I was like, hey, man, she was texting me a bunch and it started making me uncomfortable because I knew that I didn't know if you two were together at the time. So I just stopped texting her. And he was, I was like, yeah. And I pulled it up. I pulled up our messages and I was like, hey, were you guys together around this time? And he goes, no, I don't think we were. And I was just like, okay. Hmm. Ew. <laughs> because we were like we were talking about like books and poetry and she was like oh you do poetry uh, she, she was like she liked my poetry and i was just like oh thank you and she that's how she started talking to me and she was like i we started recommending books to each other um but it never really got past that because this friend what first off i'm not like you uh and what i mean by that is i'm not gross <laughs> I'm not. You didn't even let me finish. Fuck you. Go go. Don't say fuck you. Fuck you. First, bitch, I'll let you. Cause I'm a gentleman. Fucking faggot. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. You're a piece of shit. Uh, I love you, but you are indeed a piece of shit. That's okay, fucked up. Story, so I can finish my story. <laughs> okay. Well. Um. I already told the end, which is, well, no, I didn't get to my point, which is that, um, that woman that you planned on having sex with is my ex-girlfriend from high school. And I don't know why I'm even, I don't, I wouldn't really care, but also I've told you things and I'm kind of disappointed in you for still wanting to have sex with her. Silence. Oh, no. I was waiting for you to like finish, finish. No, I'm done. Go ahead. Make your case. Yeah. I have thought about it. Um You had planned it. It's so Yeah, yeah. It's so it's so fuck it's so interesting, weird, strange. It's like it's like <clears throat> talking to people online is a lot different from like meeting them in person like i i, I guess i'll try to be as honest i i am over text too like i fucking love emojis dude like i'll send that shit all the time and i'll smile a bunch like in real life if but people are like taken back by that too it's super strange so it was the same thing as on our double date where this person that you were talking with was acting a certain way online and then when you met them in person they weren't acting that way yeah you know what i think it is i think you look worse in person than you do online (laughs) 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 and i'm i'm the i'm the reverse because i'm terrible at taking pictures and so i have very few and so when people do meet me in person i look much better than they had expected and so it's way more comfortable I actually, you know what? I have a perfect reference to this. Give me one second. Give me one second. Hey, hey, Tori. Hey, hey, lovely lady. When you met me in person after we had spoken online, yeah. was I better looking in person? 
No. <laughs> I was taller, but I wasn't better looking. Yeah. I was worse looking. Damn, bro, straight busted. And you still got it. I was taller, but I wasn't better looking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. No, I know. I'm not I'm not that hurt by it, but my confidence is lower. Um <laughs> where you guys are now, right? Right. Yeah, it's true. Well, I, this is a good place to end the podcast. Um No, no, no. no. Okay, okay, okay. No, yeah, dude, we've said too much. If we say any more, we've gone on too long. Uh, you you finished your story and then interrupted me again. <laughs> Okay, fine. Finish your story. Finish your story about fucking my girlfriend potentially. I love you. You piece of shit. Okay, so so we get to this hotel and I'm just like, okay, I I I'm really trying to look for like the end of this. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) I'm looking to get out of here. No, I mean, no, no. It's like a. Like what? What? What's the purpose for me? Like what's my purpose? I'm just trying to figure this out. This is the main point. <clears throat> so we take it, you know. I I try to feel it, make her feel more comfortable, you know, with me being there. So I I'll like I'll sit at the foot of her bed. I'm just like laying down. I'm getting comfortable, and uh, we take the mushrooms, take a few pictures, whatever, whatever, and then uh, I go lay down on the other bed. Uh, to to really let myself go, I just let. I, I hate the feeling of falling. I guess she scares me. But so I just turned around above the bed and I just fell back. And that was fucking terrifying. But I needed that. <clears throat> that was like a jump start. So I just start feeling everything, and the mushrooms start kicking, colors start flying and shit, and we start talking. She's telling me about her past and how her uh, last husband was uh, abusive to her. And yeah. At that point, we wanted to get water, and she had told me like, "Hey, uh, you know, don't don't uh, tell me to hold stuff because I might lose them. I don't want to lose them." I'm like, "All right, yeah, no problem. I'll just hold on to my stuff." <clears throat> and then uh, at one point, that's funny. I can uh, totally picture her saying that. That's funny. Don't don't make me hold anything. I'll lose it. <laughs> uh, I had gotten up and I like raised my hands to like stretch, and she like flinched. I was like, oh, uh, that shit's fucked. Yeah, yeah, that shit deep, bro. That shit hit me. I'm like, damn. And I, I my mom does that too sometimes, which is still like sad to me. Like that same day, like I, I like turned around quickly to like gave her a kiss on the cheek and she like flinched a little and that was that that really like shook me you know? but anyway. i mean i might hold on really quick just if i could interject if you t- turned around really fast to kiss me i might flinch as well just because <laughs> <laughs> like <Love> oh <laughs> you know um but continue continue Yeah, yeah, and uh, we just started talking about, like, what did we start talking about? I don't even know what we started talking about, but I start, I start, oh, she starts telling me how uh, 
she knows that her family is always going to be close by and they, they can always call her. She'll call them when she needs them. I'm like, oh, that's, you know, it's really good. You know, I'm still trying to find myself. And the whole time in my mind, I'm just like, I'm like watching Bruce Lee. Like, I, I see him in the interview of like, the, the be like water, my friend. Mm-hmm. Like bottle of water next to me. And I'm like freaking out internally. And then I just look at this, I just look at the water. And how still it is. And just looking at this water, I try to... Now, I, I understand that <clears throat> everything is just a projection in my mind that I'm making all this up. And it's actually okay. Look at how still the water is. It's fine. Things are fine. And... I think... We started talking more about like uh, insecurities and how we're lonely and how she doesn't tell me directly, but how she wants someone just to to, to stay with her. And I could I could remember you like you telling me like this is a this is a, a similar position that you were put into, but you couldn't stay because you just that that couldn't be you. you know, yeah. Be there. Yeah, she you. wanted a. But that's one of the biggest reasons. Hold on. We're both, we're talking over each other. I might, uh, can I, okay. Um, that was my experience with her was that she, she was like, she really wanted me to stay and I really wanted to go. And there was a point where I had thought like, you know what, I might just stay to make her feel better. Mm-hmm. And it was at that point when I felt extremely unhappy and I, ne- I had never wanted to get farther away from a person in my entire life. <laughs> um, not to say that there was something like horribly wrong with her, which in some circumstances there are, but <laughs> oh, wait there rest of this, bro. That I, I, oh, I don't know if I want to hear the rest of this. I, <laughs> I definitely. Oh God, I, I had to get out of that relationship. That relationship was really bad for me. Um, but yeah, continue, continue with the story. Um, so, so I start to get this understanding of like how everything is kind of how she wants to play it out in her mind. And I I can see it, and I I just think of like, uh, for some reason it just hits me of like all the other people of like that she's done this too, and I'm not the first one, you're not the first one, her ex isn't the first one. I was the first one. I'm the I'm the best. Continue. <laughs> anyway, and I just I just felt bad. And I guess subconsciously, no, no, subconsciously, uh, she knew I wasn't going to be that for her. I was going to be there for her physically either. And, and at, at one point, I remember like looking at her when she was talking to me about her family. Very, very relaxed. And I could see all like the colors around her. We started talking about how things don't look the same after we took a picture of them and how 
there's just like I could see like color emanating from her. And then after I like made this decision in my mind of like I'm not gonna be with her. Like this is this is we're friends. That's it. I can see the color die around her and I saw it. I saw it change. I saw it warp. It was like it was like an aura of gray from color to light gray to darker and darker. And it was so fucking trippy. And I started tripping out and I just I went back into my like myself like, OK, look, what am I here for? I'm trying to figure out my fucking purpose because I don't know which way is up. What's the light? I don't even know what it looks like. And I, I'm just focusing on this bottle of water and I can feel her like like she's like lashing out. She's like throwing tantrums and she's like doing all this crazy fucking shit and I can feel it. But I'm just motionless. Just wait, she, wait, hold on. She I threw it like a in real life. She threw a tantrum. No, no, no. I mean, kind of. She was definitely disappointed. But I could just. Hey, you guys weren't gonna hook up. Energy, yeah, and I could feel her energy. And at one point, I felt her push me. Like she was. There's there's an abyss that you can like fall into and you can ascend into madness. And I can see why. Some people go crazy over it, you know? That shit. Is oh, yeah, crazy. that's rejection, man. That's the abyss of rejection that you put her in. That's, I also put her in. That's, it's brutal, man. And especially for someone like her to experience rejection again and experience the same sort of punishment that rejection can dish out. It's brutal. It sucks. And... I I have been driven crazy from it. Like rejection sucks. It hurts so bad. Uh, and I can I can definitely see how she would act that way. It was She didn't like hurt you or anything, did she? No, no, no. I I I felt her energy try to like push me towards this this darkness. But I was just not fucking budging. It was great. I, was, I felt like a sentinel. Super cool. And at one point, I'm like, I feel like, okay, something's wrong. Something's wrong with her. I look over at her. She's like, she's like starting to breathe heavy now. I'm like, something's coming. Something's coming up. She needs to get rid of something. Something's coming. And then, and then she's like, Fuck runs to the bathroom, starts puking her lungs out. I'm like, oh shit, she needs to get this out of her system. I can see I can see it like it's like some like black shit coming out of her. Like this is good. This is what she needs. So I go to check up on I go knock on the door. I'm like Hey are you okay? She's like uh I'm okay. I'm like if I was in this situation no, but I want someone comforting me. I just open the door and I get here by the toilet and she's puking. And she's like, oh, she tries to, she's shy, tries to cover her face. I just kneel down next to her, like, it's gonna be okay. I just start comforting her. Like, it's, it's okay. And I, I hold her, like, how she wants to be held. Like, listening, when we were listening to, this audio 
I'm gonna say audio because I don't think it's real. It's audio of a baby crying and a mom soothing the kid. It's okay. It's okay. You have a conspiracy about uh, someone in that hotel crying. Yeah, I swear. Like that baby's not real. <laughs> God, bro, like that shit's pictures in the walls. I swear to God. Like it's so comforting and so soothing. I mean, I hope if that mom and baby is real, I hope they're okay. But it felt something felt so like pre-recorded or just so I don't know. Not real. It did not feel real. Mm, so yeah, you know, I hold her. I'm comforting her. And she's like holding me back. And yeah, I, she doesn't want to be helped. <laughs> what's what's what do I want? What? And I just start thinking about. I, I thought about you. I thought about a few other friends, and I thought about my family. I'm like, bro, I need to get the fuck out of here. Like, I need to go. Like, she she needs her family. She tried calling her family. Then nobody picked up. It, it wasn't, like, until she told me that uh, she would take mushrooms with her son around, too, and they would, like, trip out. I'm like, oh, that's where you guys, like, bonded. You guys had, like, a spiritual bond there. And then after she was uh, puking, she she gets a phone call. Uh, it's, her, it's her kid. He's crying. He knows something's wrong. I'm like, I know he knows something's wrong because they're connected. She, there is something wrong. I disagree with all of this. Continue. Well, okay, okay. <laughs> um, and so I, I, I just tell her like, I look, this, you need some new set of morals because this kid, this is someone you should protect. If there's anything to protect right now, it's him. Like, f- fucking fight for him, bro. Like. That's what else are you going to fight for? If it's not yourself, if it's not for your friends that aren't even here for you, your family's not even picking up right now, fight for your kid. And she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, cool, bro, and I hate to do this too right now, but I got to go fight for my fucking family too. <laughs> so I go, uh, I take a while. I hate saying goodbye. Now I could like feel like different color energy from here. It's, it's more uh, calm. Like it feels like a river. The, the colors were calm. And uh, so I take off. I started crying in the car. I'm like, fuck. This you probably shouldn't be admitting that you were doing drugs and driving, but continue. Um, I got an Uber. And... <laughs> you got... <laughs> <laughs> sister who doesn't have a license picked me up uh don't say that either uh, <laughs> alex drove me <laughs> so much better um allegedly no allegedly um, allegedly these alleged drugs yeah yeah allegedly <laughs> and so uh i just started feeling everything i'm like what the fuck what the fuck is my life worth you know what's what's why am i here i still don't understand and i look at my car and i like taking pictures of my car of the 
the dashboard with all the the miles and the gears on them and or sometimes of like dashboard and of wherever i'm at because i have really nice i get lucky and i just see like my tank is at like half full i'm like I, I start to connect the dots like this is going to be some kind of thing that that somehow has to do with my life. And I, I'm i just like, okay, well, I have a half tank, so where do I want to go? Where do I want to go? And, and you went to a strip club. I, <laughs> no, no. I still as selfish. Um, uh, I'm not. I'm not usually selfish. I don't usually do things for me, which is not good at all. Um, and I start driving around, and I start driving on the streets, and I just start thinking about like people around me, and like you see, like even when I'm doing shit for myself, I'm still thinking about other people. I'm like, okay, so then what is worth fighting for? You know. Then I see a family walking, and I see a dad with his wife and his kid. And they're fine, but he looks nervous. And I just look at him, I'm just like with the calmest face, the calmest reaction. Like everything's gonna be okay. And immediately, like he felt it too. It was, everything was so much better. Like his body language even was a lot better, a lot calmer. And then I see this Armenian, or I would say Armenian because of the decal that was on his car. It was a uh, raise arms for Armenia or guns for Armenia. Or the the decal that everybody has with the AK. And I see that I'm like, this is this is another part of what people are fighting for. This is this is what he's fighting for. He's fighting for his motherland. You know, some people fight for their families. Some people fight for their motherland. Some people fight for themselves. And I'm just trying to figure all this shit out. So then I get to my street and I'm like, "Fuck this! I don't wanna, I don't wanna go home yet. I still, I still wanna be out. I, what do I want? I want to look at a view. I want to see a view. So I start. How driving. profound? I'm sorry. How profound? Continue. Uh, I... <laughs> I'm mocking you. Continue. And I'm going through a lot over here on this end. I know you can't see it. But like my cats, <laughs> my you can hear the cat. I can no, I can hear you. <laughs> oh, you can hear me like rummaging around and like trying to control. Two of my cats came by, and were just like about to knock over shit, and I had to keep moving them. <laughs> like I moved them probably six times, and finally I think I gave them what he wanted. They wanted there's this drawer that I have that they like to climb into at night, and so I just threw it over there for him and now he's sitting in the drawer i'll, I'll post a picture perfect door super cute super cute <laughs> and and i'm just like driving i'm just driving down the street and i'm just thinking like fuck bro all these people all these people are just trying to be like some of these people i go driving often and i know some people that like don't usually live in the neighborhood and i can tell i don't know and then there's some people that are just out for a drive, drive and going down. All of us were just going down the same street for no fucking reason other than just being outside. And I, I could just feel all of that. And I'm like, oh, should I just turn around here? 
No, no. I still need to. I still need to find out what. What am I looking for? What What's showing up? What's What's What is there for me? So I go up higher. I go up higher into the hills, and I end up on. What is that? Uh, Sunset Canyon, I think. I'm just driving down, and I hit uh, Starlight Bowl. I'm like, okay, I'm going up this because I'm fucking. I'm gonna try to figure shit out. The higher I go, the more I'll understand. And as I'm going up, I'm like feeling people, and I'm like feeling the air, and I see this couple of like. Emotionally, not physically. Uh, emotionally, yeah. You're not like rubbing up on people, like, oh, <laughs> you, you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you're driving. Okay, you're still yeah. driving. You're not. You're still in your car. Okay. And uh, I see this like. I see this uh, this couple, right? And it's like this super old dude with this super like young girl, and she has no idea what the fuck's happening. She's bored out of her mind walking with this old dude, but he looked like he got money and he has security in that way, but it's still not fun. And I just look at her and I just have this sense of feeling of like, like fuck, like I want you, like. It's so, it was so like connecting at the same time. What? I want you? To who? The old man or the girl? The the girl, <laughs> not the old man. Oh, because I would have been like, I want you to the old man. I want your money, man. <laughs> both. Take both. Take them both down. <laughs> Jordy, I wanted this podcast to end 30 minutes ago, and you've admitted to like six felonies. So <laughs> I think we should... Is there is there a point to this story? Um, it gets it gets very like surreal at one point for me. Like okay, what is tell me about this point? Like uh, so I start feeling I, I get to this view right at the castle, mm-hmm. and oh, then I have another like premonition of like what are people fighting for, and then I see like a group of friends like come get up back to. to- Get back to Castaways. Go back to the the zenith of the story. And uh, I I, I let these friends off go. And so I get to the side of this hill. And it's just this beautiful view. Gorgeous. Between trees like fucking Lord of the Rings. I have a little lamp. Very beautiful. Beautiful overlooking the city. And I could just hear the wind. And I hear it howling. And I hear it crying. Like, what if what if this is where people want it to be? This is where people got to. Like, they buried themselves here as a seed. And they were still, they weren't happy. Like. That's Hollywood, man. That's California. That's all of LA. That's so sad. And. I'm, every now and then, my my uh, alarms will go off. Like I just have a bunch of alarms because I wanted to see what's gonna be my time. When you're in these trips, you're supposed to look at time for like guidance too. And uh, I just keep seeing all this time, and I'm thinking like, okay, as soon as it hits ten o'clock, I'm fine. I could go home. But I still feel like it's like ten twenty three, and I'm like, what the fuck why what's 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 all this for 
and I just feel myself like, what if I just stayed here? Like this was this is where I buried myself. Like this is this if is I lay here. Yeah. If I just lay here, would you lie with me and just forget the world? Ding 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 ding. I didn't want that. I I didn't want that. Not for me. I felt uh I felt like I was definitely broken. Like I have this uh uneasy feeling of always being under pressure and it's uh it's actually cuz of my dad. Um sucks to blame it on him, but it was this uh feeling of dread every time he came home. Like living in the garage. He'd come home playing loud music and everything just got heavier. My brother, my sister, my mom, we'd all just feel this heavy pressure and it was it was uh it's scary. And I just have this feeling of dread. It sucks. And uh if I look at the time, I'm like this I, whatever time it was, I have tons of screenshots of the clock. Uh, I I just I felt like I could reach, I could definitely reach further. I could reach further. And so, what do you mean by that? If you could reach further, like into the into your emotions? Yeah, yeah. Like okay, this time is supposed to signify where I dropped, where I stay, where I lay. And I just looked at the time. I'm like. 10 30 that's that's good but i know i could do better i know like 10 is already even better than what i wanted so let's go let's go all this is just extra credit and i still i still want to find out what's my purpose what's what's there for me and uh i'm like at this point i'm like fucking breaking down i'm like emotional and i'm in like anger i'm like angry I'm sad and I'm just aggressive and I'm just driving down this hill and then I just get like a shock of like no like it's it's okay even though this is the same thing that your dad went through and he chose to beat us because he didn't understand it I don't need to be like him and you don't have to take on his demons I can I can come up to this with more calm and more secure and immediately like i'm flying down this hill the castaways you know where the golf course is flying as in driving the speed limit like 70 down this mountain jordy (laughs) yeah yeah like the speed limit like i don't care i don't i don't like you don't care how how much you're going the speed limit what happens to me I'm just trying to find what's in the end. Responsibly. And like I get this shock of like I don't need to do it. It's not something that I need to do. And I immediately like I don't step on the brakes, but I come to like a good stop to where I'm supposed to, where the stop sign is. I, I saw it in a distance. I was like, fuck this stop sign. I'm going through it. But then something just like hit me of like, no, no. It's it'll be okay. And immediately, I just saw, as soon as I stopped, I saw the whole thing play out. 
of how I could have died right there. This huge dip downwards, slopes up, and the curve is a sharp turn to the right, and it's just a fence into a field, into a ditch. That's where I would have been if I didn't stop. And I just drove back down calmly. And I saw those two, uh, the, those two, those two, the couple again, the, the girl and that old guy. And she was more, she was more attentive, attentive to him. It's like, fuck yeah, right, bro. <laughs> good shit over here. So you, you had just seen like, uh, you had seen a, uh, a split future where you would have died. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I've had a similar situation like that. Like recently, I I had vicious diarrhea. And I, I, I thought I was... No, 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 no. I legitimately, I legitimately thought, like, this feels like I'm dying. Like, this, feel, <laughs> this feels awful. I feel like my, my asshole's falling out of my body. I feel like everything I ate just got turned into sulfuric acid and is now being pulled at me by the chains of hell <laughs> into this toilet. And I thought like I could give I would give anything for this to stop. That's also the way I feel when the people I work with talk to me. <laughs> um just stop. Just stop. Stop. Shut up. Anyway. This has been a very um, incriminating episode of oh, Jordy. Ga- what? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's is. I haven't even gotten home yet, bro. I haven't even gotten my time. I have a screenshot of my time, which is pretty cool. Um, Dude, we, we're going on for like way too long. We gotta wrap this up. You did like three hours, bro. Dude, I got other shit to do. That's my point. (laughs) Me too. You want to continue this next time? We'll continue this next time, okay? But this has been good. You really opened up. This was a great sesh. This was... I I loved this episode. This episode is everything that makes me... It reminds... It's just... It just makes me love you even more, Jordy. I'm learning to love myself too, man. I'm fucking. I'm still learning. Everyone is. It's hard. It's one of the hardest things you're gonna do in life. Yeah. You ever meet someone who's like our age and they're like, "What are you talking about? I totally love myself." And it's like, "Oh, you fucking <laughs> sociopath." <laughs> I, I think I'm great. Why would no? Why would you not love me? Oh. Or maybe I, have. I remember. <laughs> There was a guy, I'll, we'll end on this, an, an uplifting note. There was a guy um, when I was, when I, uh, I, so I'm trying to figure out how to say this. I was doing a fit assessment for someone, which is a personal training term for like a, a product test and potentially a buy. So this guy comes in and we take his vitals and he's, we were, I'm like, where do you want to be? physically and he's like where i am now i'm great i've never been in this kind of shape 
And then I took his vitals and he's like, you're, t- you're, wait, you're telling me that I'm 160 pounds and only 98 pounds of lean body mass. And I'm like, yep. And he's like, that means I'm 50 pounds of fat. And I'm like, yep. And he's like, the, the machine's wrong. The machine's wrong. I walk on an incline on the treadmill. I'll walk on an incline on an incline at like level three. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> These are what your stats are basically. And at a certain point, I made him do a few exercises that were really hard. And anytime he started to break a sweat, he would just answer his phone. Like he'd get up off the floor, walk over to his phone. And he's like, this is really important. And I'm like, do you need a second? He's like, no, it's fine. I'll I'll handle this. I'm just putting out fires. I'm just putting out fires. He was telling me about how I should listen to his podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking piece of shit, bro. Jordy, on three, okay? On three one or after three? on three on three okay okay one what do we, what do we say what do we say too friendly the name of the podcast too god damn it friendly. okay okay <laughs> you act like we haven't been doing this <laughs> i haven't been doing this correctly like what we're doing this for the we're doing this for the first time yeah <laughs> okay one two three two too, too, too friendly, too friendly. You were late. You were late. I was early. I stayed on point. Okay, bye, Jordy. I love you. Again. <laughs> All right, on go, okay? So three, two, one, go. Too, Too friendly. friendly. Yeah, it's a little bit. We'll work on that. Work in progress. We, we have to work on that. <laughs> okay, it's, bye. Love like, Good sesh. Love you, bro.